here we go all right first of all guys let me uh tell you you subscribed to pando oh let me That's apologize so thanks for the sub i'm gonna mute the the thingy sounds though because it's gonna be shit in the recording um usually it's 2100 but uh i kind of want to be a little bit more flexible obviously right for hanzo it would have been super late uh if we did 2100 and it's already late right now right so um i guess everyone can understand that part um and then also i do believe like we did always the two hour thing and it kind of worked out well um but I think I'm gonna go with one and a half hours as a as a sweet spot. I'll, we'll see. It's a learning experience. All this this stuff. I'm kind of new to podcasting and shit. So let's see. Maybe I'll go back to two hours. Uh, it always depends. I'm not gonna break up a good conversation to make it make it shorter or whatever. So let me introduce you guys to Hanzo. One of actually. Uh, uh, Shiny Voyager says it. Tell Hanzo I miss him. One of the the one of the few FCs I got to work with, where I was like pleasantly surprised, was super easy to work with. Um, most people will probably know him as the leader and main FC for Siberian Squads, who used to be in Dead Coalition, and uh, I believe. Mm, it, it also had a, a time zone reason, but um, you kind of were the main, you, you became the main coalition FC um, for that entire war um, or conflict that was going on with Panfam in um, Tina and uh, what's the other region again? Uh, I think Tina Branch. Branch. Or maybe the yeah tnl branch and that corner right so that's where most people uh got to know sip squad and hanzo and uh i remember that one time we had that one dread ball that i remember we showed up there that was before that uh, the whole thing escalated there was still like some fights here some fights there and then we showed up to help you guys and i that was the first time we worked together um, maybe not the first time, but the first time on a proper timer or so, right? So I was on comms with you guys. And usually yeah. when I'm, like, I was in Stuckers, and I usually when I tell people, like, all right, you have to be aggressive with these guys, can make them warp, make them things, like, let's, um, you know, do this and this. And then usually people, or, like, I don't want to say usually people are like that, but um, a lot of times an FC is going to be a little bit more passive and com conservative and stuff. And he feels like, oh, no, let's be careful and stuff. But I remember you just going for it. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and we had a good time there. And then dreads everywhere and uh, like things escalated. It was good fun. Right? And uh, yeah, and I would say, like, I think if I had to describe your FC style, I would I would put aggressive uh, definitely somewhere up there um, as one of your main attributes, right? Like you you have a play you have an aggressive uh, FC style, I would say. Yeah, like you're going for it, which I like. And, yes, and... We... <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. 
No, 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 go, go, go. What you say? We meet with you first time when initiative came to branch to help us in war with Pan Farm. But I remember when you, with your famous, famous Stuka, come into our space and tackle our orcs, and I always try to fuck your Stukas and kill them. Yeah, I yeah. remember one thing when I form fleet, you tackle my ship, then you micro jump drive my ship, uh, stay me alone. So, so it was really funny. Fight with you is always, always funny. <laughs> that is true. You know what, though? I usually don't pay too much attention to hostiles. That could be, that can be a good thing, but I think it can also be a bad thing interwise, right? That, um, you know, sometimes I don't even look at these scans all that much, right? And then also I don't know who the FC is I'm fighting, right? So when I hunt, for example, I don't know necessarily that it was you um defending them for GODG, for example. A lot of times, not always, but a lot of times. But yeah. I think it might just be a disadvantage to be quite honest. Like I should pay more attention and like, you know, maybe I could predict certain behavior a little bit more. I don't know. But maybe that's that would just mean I'm I'm busy thinking about stuff. Yes, when you lead something big or do something big, it's very, very difficult to check all the things check the scan check an mfc and um, you need good team to do. you can't do it alone i think yeah and i think that's also what you guys had um uh in that conflict you guys had a team and it worked but um i always felt like i don't want to say you were left alone with the uh, left alone is the wrong word maybe people formed but um i mean you were you were basically carrying the team right that's what at least shines and i we felt like that and when it came to the decision that we stage up there even right which was it's not an easy thing to simply pack up an alliance and then or not pack it up completely but you know grab a couple of dudes uh, like or grab everyone and then put at least subcaps into a um a thing but we also moved titans later um the main dis the, the main reason for the decision was actually that we worked with you before and we knew that you would uh, you don't take it for granted that we come up uh, up there and help and you um you you're willing to you know give it a good shot right so you you're willing to put in that work and uh, you know so let's I mean, I, I think I told you at the time too, right? That you were actually the main reason why we felt like we can do this, right? And yes. Then, yeah. But when you come in, Panfarm just changed timers to US time zone, as you remember, and we really hasn't got good fights. So the war was really boring. I think this war was boring. Yeah, I think it wasn't a, a great thing. Uh, the only thing that we actually instantly, um, what do you call it, uh, achieved uh, was that they changed all their timers and they didn't do much in Euro time zone anymore, right? Because before we deployed, they would like dominate the entire Euro time zone. So their progress was completely slowed down. But I feel like that escalated the whole conflict too. So I don't know if it was actually at the end, if that was actually a good move or not. Um, I think uh, 
you know, it was a lot of work for us for, uh, you know, effects that maybe the players wouldn't see right away. So it was like, you know, it was, it was a questionable move uh, at the end, but I think it mattered all that much. It was time zone war. Uh, we dominate in Australian time zone, we dominate in Chinese time zone, and we can't really do anything big in the Euro time zone, and we can't form in US time zone. So, at first stage of the war, they dominate in Euro time zone and US time zone, and when you come in, they only dominate in US time zone. And they turn and they tank uh, all own space with US time zone, like we tank all, all our space uh, in Australian time zone. Yeah, time zone wars, huh? Yes, but, this is but, yeah. Yeah, like, but how, like, after that, you guys decided you would join Legacy, right? So, how are you guys doing uh, right now? Like, are you guys recovering? Yes, recover, but some pilots has rest and go into log off. All peoples, all pilots need rest because we were in war during last seven or eight months. CTA every day, some opsis every day, and fights, fights, fights. So pilots just go to offline now, some pilots, some part of pilots. Yeah. And um, so I believe one of the main reasons for like the whole, like, what do you call for the end of that conflict was also that you felt like you were slowly getting burned out, right? Or were you close yeah. to burning out or were you completely burned out or what, what was happening? I think I was close to burn out because I lead uh, too much CTAs during all this war. In all time zone, in Australian time zone, in my own time zone, in US time zone, I wake up earlier and start leading CTAs. So yes, at the end of the conflict, I feel myself that I start burn out. Um, but then for like for people that you know, I think most line members don't understand really, right? Like what what is like what works to like burn people out like fcs and stuff like this um i think most people in fleet they don't they don't see that really right yes they they didn't see this work that fleet commander doing we need prepare ops we need sync uh, when we do something we need uh, discuss uh, the plans after ops so it is really really big job like real life job yeah, and what what do you think? Like, what's the what's the most um, what's the worst aspect that that burns people out, or what was it for you? Right, it's, it might just be different for everyone. Uh, I think it is time because I need uh, fuck my real life to lead CTA uh, in Yeva in if, and it is really really big problem for me. It's like simply time. Not even like the energy or like frustrations or anything. It's just time. Yes, it is time. I think main problem is time. Yeah, I mean it's the same for me, right? And then like I've been like close to burnout a couple of times, right? where I think like, okay, like this is getting too much, and then I just step back. And luckily, I'm in a 
like with an FC team where there's not it's not a big deal if you just step back and you just let other people handle it right like nobody questions it or like says like oh you have to or like any of that stuff right but in your case like you're also like you're the number one guy in zip squad so you feel that responsibility right and uh you kind of you want to or like you, you can't just step away you know what i mean like you you didn't have that option right yes i know because if i go to the golf the alliance maybe will die or maybe not i don't know i don't want to yeah there's a, like there's a whole lot of people counting on you right how many people do you have at the moment like what does civ squad have I think we have near 200, 300 real life men, real men, real, but some of them go to log off, as I said, they need some rest. Yeah, which is understandable. <laughs> and you know, there's, yes. uh, hmm? yeah, there's a, it's there's a, a in the world, some strange now. So pilots just hasn't got enough time to play in the game. Yeah, and real life, like, um, maybe, what about the corona thing? Like, is it is it a big thing, a big deal, like, in your area or, like, in general? I'm not sure. Are all your guys actually from Siberia? Or no, they... no, no, no. Now we have got one Australian corp, uh, Anzak, it is Sirioni FC, maybe you remember him. We have got some German corp, German-speaking corp, and we have got some corp from, from Eurotime Zone from our country oh right but um like in your area is like the is the is everyone in quarantine or like didn't you did you notice any difference in, in people logging in and off and stuff yes in april we has got big quarantine in russia so we has got really many players online <clears> and <throat> now we have got less players because the quarantine's out and people start working, people start do own stuff. All right. So um, when you um, move to um, Legacy, what was the decision? Why did you move to Legacy? And why did you not move, for example, Imperium? Or why did you not move and do um something completely on your own actually the answer for that i can probably guess we just talked about like a little bit of the burnout thing um yes probably we do your own things with, too right? discuss with, with with this with you when i take this decision i discuss with dark chinese i discuss with many guys why we go to legacy because legacy make better offer for us than imperial maybe maybe explain like for people that are listening how does like a change like that go about like how, how do you like what do you ask for what do you like what are the offers usually like kind of you know what's uh, the procedure different men coming to you and said uh, i won't use it your aliens was in our coalition we can offer you this this and uh, some guys perform uh, from NC do it, some guys from Core do it, Legacy do it, Imperium do it. Some low-sec guys do it. So the Legacy offer was the best offer. And we chose it because we really need to save our aliens. We really need to have some rest. But like when it comes to offers like that, like what is the main thing you were looking for at the time? 
Like, were you looking for, like, ISK? Were you looking for just safe space? Were you looking for, um, like, a good content spot or whatever? Like, what were, like, what was the number one thing you were looking for? Uh, at this moment, uh, we try to find the best spot to relax. Relax and have some rest. Make some ISK that pilots can make some ISK. Yeah. Is it, yeah. it is not the border or near the war, some, some war area. And then, so, so the main, the main things was relax for aliens and rebuild aliens because, uh, much guys, many guys join us, some corps join us. So we need time. We just need time. So all you wanted to do after that is like head to a, like a, a quiet pocket, just build up your uh, infrastructure, do a little bit of build. empire building, regroup, relax. Yes, regroup and relax and build our aliens. Because the war was long and we have many problems. We have many problems in aliens and we need to fix them. And then did you take a little bit of a break? Because I didn't see anything from you guys. Which was expected, right? You, like you said, you, you wanted to relax. But did you personally then like move everyone in and then take a little bit of a break? Or what did you do? Yes, we move into Tenerife and we take a little break. And now we try to do something interesting. Uh, like we shoot uh, fraternity in course. They write in, in system OSY. We kill all structures. We try to form for some uh, south timers against Panfam. And now we think about some deployment in the end of the May. Oh, you think about a deployment? Yes, we discuss a deployment and we see how it looks next to some weeks. Because maybe some big war started, you know it. Oh, is that a big war I might not know about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not deploying to Fountain, right? Where? I said you're not deploying to Fountain, are you? No, 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 no. I don't want to do. <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. And then, so you took the break. Um, but then also, so what was it that, that you, when you knew like this level of commitment you wouldn't be able to you know keep that going for like ever right like when did you when did you decide like okay this is too much because i know like there was that moment where like shines and i actually talked all the time during that period of of course and uh, shines kept saying like hans was close to like being burned out right so time is running out Right. That's what we felt like, and then I think at some point we reached that time. But what what was it for you? Like when did you say, okay, it's it's too much at this point? I think it was time when our aliens lose all space, lose all structures, we lose branch. Uh, all aliens in this game lose something. They lose space. They lose all. But for us, it was the first time. So it was big, difficult problem with the moral of aliens. We live here um, two years, and now we must move out. Now we lose all. And some of our aliens from coalition said, "Okay, we join Pan Farm, or okay, we join Imperium." 
And you were just not ready for that yet, huh? Like, I remember when, so the first alliance from your coalition that switched, actually, or that, you know, left was, um, how was this Chinese group called again? It's now in uh, Imperium. Uh, it's Joan, Joan. Alliance is a Japanese, they're not Chinese. Oh, no, when... Joan Wang, he's Chinese, uh, he's Japanese. Yes, Joan Wang, uh, who, no, 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 Joan Wang is Chinese and they joined him. And Ranger Yes, Ranger. Uh, the Ranger and Dracarys, they joined Imperium. And Caladrius uh, joined uh, Horde. Yeah, well, I was talking about, uh, I meant uh, Ranger Regiment. So, then yes, Ra Ranger, yes, Ranger moved to Delphi. So there's a theory, right? So I'm I'm just gonna be completely open here. Shines and I, we both wanted you guys to join us, right? We didn't know yes, how to I make know. it happen. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> know it because I know Shines. Uh, Shines helped me to save my titans. You know it. I say him thank you much time. And honestly, I am was really want to join you too, but the situation in Alliance was difficult. Yeah, I understand. I'm not. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, you already know, right? Obviously, I'm just putting that out there. Like we really wanted you guys to join us, but that was from init perspective, right? There's another perspective which is Imperium, right? So yeah, yeah. you like for, to get that deal. You have to talk to the Imperium, really, right? We were trying to you know, like offer you whatever we could, but we can't offer you all that much because we don't have like control over the rest of fountain for example that was my dream scenario was like hey what if we can get hansel and the boys into fountain right? and we share fountain uh, but obviously it is already given to uh, bastion and like all kinds of other people and um we were like that was that was my dream scenario right let's let's have hansel yes. and the guys come over first start with one constellation or so and then have them like take something over and so on but um yeah we couldn't we couldn't get that deal done really right yeah, because uh, western didn't want to give up their space and like it was complicated yes. um, honestly yeah. honestly if uh, check what happened in several months ago maybe maybe only maybe i don't know i choose your option but i don't maybe Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so um, I was a little sad about it, but it is what it is. Right? Yeah. But, hmm? You wanted to say something? No, no, no. Um, and I know Shines was sad about it too, right? Because he started to like you. <laughs> I, yes, I like she... you guys. Yes. Yeah, it is. It is what it is. Um, but so to come back to that burnout uh, thing, which I think is an is an underrated top or not underrated, but um, quickly overlooked as a topic when it comes to FCs or even leadership stuff. Uh, I think hard the the combo of both is very hard, right? If you lead and UFC. That's a that's a very difficult spot which you were in because you have that um, you have the responsibility you have to keep the the alliance going and you have to FC and then you ha don't have always control about the timers you don't know what time it is so it's a hardcore time commitment and you can't really 
opt out, right? You can't just, you know, bail on it. Um, and then, like, do you like do you think there's any advice we can give people, maybe like other FCs, like what not to do, or do you? Or let's let's say it that way. If if you could travel in time, and you would could travel to like young Hansel, what would you do different to avoid that? Maybe you know, maybe oh, come out I of want, it. I want to meet him and said, do not play in this game. Do not don't do it. don't play in this game. <laughs> oh, that's a little that's a little hardcore perhaps but what if what? young Hansel says fuck you I'm gonna play anyway yes 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 yes, yes. he will say it <laughs> uh, main things what I want to say to young FC is uh, do not try to form to each timer it burn you out very very f- it really burn you when you try to win each time or when you try fight for each time so pick your battles right? yep 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 don't burn yourself it's main thing don't burn yourself yeah you know what i think the the biggest problem with the you know with burning yourself out uh, might be that you don't realize it until it's too late right that might be just the number one uh problem with it like, yes when you wake up in one day you start understanding why i doing why i do this thing why i play in this game and why i spend too much time for all i'm not sure sorry sorry again say you sorry i'm not sure if i understood what you meant i mean when you wake up and you don't know anymore. So you mean if you wake up and you don't know anymore why you do this? Yes, yes, yes. When you wake up and you don't understand why you do this again, 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 every. That's that's the first sign of burnout, or is it the last sign? Is it too late already? At that point, you already burned out. Yes, it, it is too late. It means that you burn out. Yeah, I think you might be right. But are there any? You think there's any signs? Where you where you like? All right, you, you're doing it. You're doing it too much. I don't know. If I would have to think, maybe some. Uh, if you're alarm clocking hardcore, it's like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you can do it once, once a year, maybe. <laughs> once uh, once every couple of months. Right? I think <laughs> once in a couple of months, not year. Yeah. And. Uh, so now you guys are in the and you're doing uh, you're doing all right you're recovering and now you're looking at a new um campaign or like a, a deployment do you guys, yes. do you guys I, like you learned a lot from that conflict right so you're gonna approach it a little bit differently i mean this i mean if you deploy it's an aggressive um deployment anyway so i believe like as an attacker you have more of a choice anyway right when you deploy, you can choose when you form in, what you form in, and for what you form in. Because you're aggressive, because you're aggressor. You're not in defend situation when you need defend each time. Yeah, and that's a big advantage, right? Also, burnout wise. Yes. And, um, like, what's the SIP squad's like, history before that conflict? 
I have seen you guys before, but like, um, have you guys been been doing like like big like wars and kind of stuff? No, we were a small corp from one time zone. It is Siberian time zone or same with Chinese time zone. And in one day, we decide to start build own aliens. Uh, we create our small aliens from uh, one corp and moving to Fontaine first. We fight with the culture aliens. When the culture decide, uh, decide to disband, we hope we can have some space. But uh, some men, some men coming and said, "No, the space will belong to to initiative." It was you. Exactly. <laughs> I yes, remember. It, it, I totally it, it forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. We talked at the time. That's true. Yes. It was you. And I said, okay. And start move to North. Poke sword and sword give me some small space. Yeah. You know to... what? You know what? I remember that. And I remember me going to Bliss, who is the leader of Inet, by the way. And saying, hey, can we have like one pocket for these guys? Because you guys... Um, so you guys asked for one constellation, I believe, in Fountain, which was a, yes, was, was a really, small but you, you were asking for a really good constellation, right? <laughs> yes. And then Bliss didn't want it. And by the time I came around with an offer for you guys for another constellation, I wanted you actually, I wanted you in the D4KU area that's right next to Iridia, which would be a perfect counter to, um, LSH, right? So, what I'm, in my vision right, <laughs> at the time, I have to, I have to say, like, I wasn't, I was FCing a, a lot, but I also did the whole rental management. So I'm doing like all, like, I'm trying to get all these renters transferred that were culture before and all that stuff, right? So I was busy as shit there. And then in my vision, I had you guys maybe go to that constellation and shut down LSH completely, who were like harassing our space a little bit at the time. Um, and then, one and then small problem. We was friendly with with LSH. Yes, in the time we was friendly with them. Now not, but in this time many years ago, yes, we we. we... Yeah, you know what? We probably could have done even like if I would have known that at the time. I didn't know that at the time. I just thought, hmm, time zone works out, right? So LSH is Russian time zone. You guys are Russian time zone. And if we have like a good independent, like at the time you were small, right? It was just like a smaller corp. If we have a, a good independent group there that can just deal and shut down LSH on their own, I don't have to deal with this stuff then, right? So that was my thinking. If I would have known you guys are friendly, we could have made a deal with LSH even, right? That you are allowed to, you know, build some stuff for them, you know, uh, you know, stuff like this. I don't know. We could have, you know, maybe worked something out. But I think the deal came along way too late. So you guys were already deciding to go up north and yes. to join GDG. I think it will be better to stay in Fontaine. Change everything and change the... And now we have what we have. Who knows what happened if we stay in Fontaine? Yeah. And you know what? We have a long history of actually giving like smaller corps a little bit of a shot at like growing and stuff like this, like giving them a little space or whatever, right? 
like for example cloud ring there's like smaller corps like velo accords and all that stuff we don't interfere with that kind of stuff too much um i wish that would have worked out at the time and i didn't know you guys are going to grow into like a, a real like a bigger uh, alliance like you you did right nobody saw Honestly, that really at the no, time no one know it me didn't want to grow up i didn't want to really lead the big aliens but this happened <laughs> yeah you know what i believe that the best leaders they don't choose to lead you know what i mean they don't go and like i want to be a leader like i don't want to um or i want to like be the the number one guy and lead like a thousand people or some shit it's usually not that the type that in the end actually gets to lead like big alliances and and forms those like uh strong you know groups it's usually the guy that you know like you just starts doing his own thing enjoys it people realize and then over time it grows and grows and grows and grows and then you know it becomes what it becomes um that's what i believe at least right usually people that are ego driven and push too hard to become that like big dude right number one like you know they want to yes. be mitani 2.0 they usually fail already at the beginning they like because the motivation is the it's the wrong motivation like like how are you gonna do this right? and people can see right through that too i believe so um, it's be better honest. to to be, to be honest. honest i am really prefer to lead fleet i hate the aliens too i hate uh, make some decision or do something like this I agree. Me too. <laughs> I think that's I think that that's probably. I think we got lucky with that because, like, let's say shines, um, bliss, and bonga, and and me, we all prefer that. And then if you split the whole alliance thing in four, it's not all that much. You know what I mean? Sometimes shines takes on uh, like certain deployments, like the deployment north, for example. Or the deployments, um, well, like an, another deployment, um, like he just takes that on, and then he's the leader, right? And then he is kind of responsible for that, and that's a lot of pressure on him. And uh, maybe another time, like the rage thing, like I would take that on, right? And then maybe another time, like for, for example, Syndicate, we had a campaign there, and Bliss had a lot of time. He took that on, right? So we split that up, and we don't have that one guy. So I think. We got lucky with that, and uh, it's hard on, on like alliances like yours, where it's only you, right? You have to lead these guys in their campaign. Yes, you need to be strong leader. You need to make decision, different decision, maybe decision to which you really didn't like, but you need to do it. And, and it is, and it is. I think it is really difficult. Because yeah. as I said, I prefer lead fleets, not make the decision, leadership decision. And then there's convos left, right, and center, right? Yep, yep. I mean, especially with your change from GTG to um, Legacy, I can only imagine. That was like 24-7 talking to people, right? right? Yeah, it was fucking shit because I need to talk with everyone every day, every time, in all time. In US time zone, in Euro time zone, in my time zone, you talk every every time with everyone. And you know it's what? Really 
shines an Iowa token. And I like I was almost I was almost involved in that whole thing, right? <laughs> Trying to get you guys to us. But like I didn't come with you because I knew there's gonna be like so much shit like talking all the time. And China has to had to be careful too to not just fucking like overdo it, right? Mm-hmm. We tried we tried our best. But I guess when it comes to diplomacy, yeah. we're probably not the best anyway. <laughs> so uh, you know. It's interesting, right? Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, some but, people enjoy that. But honestly, I didn't want to do it again. I didn't want to speak with too much with too much man because everyone won different things and everyone tried to uh, do that. You do the things what they want. Yep. yep. And you decide what will be better for you and your pilots. And uh, you always feel like, I mean, you probably always feel like everyone wants to uh, manipulate you, right? And all they want is yeah. like, you, you feel yes, like yeah. you feel like a hot chick in a bar, right? Uh, all all the dudes said, looking at you. <laughs> said, uh, I am very rich, ugly woman without husband. My husband is <laughs> dead and now I am really, yeah, I am ugly, but I am rich as shit. Yes. And then you get offers all the time and you know you can re- see right through it, you know what they want. And then you have to be careful. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the best analogy probably, yeah. But you chose uh legacy. But yes, finally we chose legacy, yes. Yeah. You know what? You know I what? think but- yeah, I mean, we haven't been hunting you guys. You know what? That, that's also happened before, right? That we have wormholes <laughs> close. Oh, 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 I still waiting when you come in to fuck my rolls. Well, I waited a lot for three months. I'm checking the map all day, every day, and I know like 2PG in that corner, you know, I know you guys are mining there. Yes, it's, yes. It's all right, you know. <laughs> Maybe it's time to, uh, you know, to visit you guys. To again. come in, yes, to come in and fuck my brothels. But yeah, at the beginning, I'm not like I'm not trying to be the nice guy. Right? At the beginning, we definitely did say like, hmm, yeah, maybe. Come on, let's skip. Let's skip this area, right? It's like we weren't looking for it. Like if if we jump out of a wall and one of our scouts says, "There's ten rockets right here," and it's like one jump, like I could, I wouldn't be able to say no. But luckily, you guys were on the ball, not like not having uh, wormholes right into your system at the wrong time. So I never got into that situation. Yep. Uh, I'm fine if you come in and kill Rorpals. It's okay. <laughs> I, it's okay. It's just fucking pixel. You know what? I have, like recently, not too long ago. I started looking at that pocket and at your, you know, space thinking, hmm, maybe we should, but I didn't get any opportunity so far. Like you guys m- seem to be rolling all the wormholes. Uh, and I think your time zone is a little unique, right? Yes. Time because, zone. Because, yeah. Because you guys are not Chinese time zone, which is, I believe at the moment, the best time zone to hunt in. It's like till 1500, right? Let's say from downtime to 1500 and maybe from 09 to downtime, right? So that kind of time zone, 
that's busy as fuck so you can find targets everywhere but after 1500 it usually goes down but that's where your time zone starts but uh, if someone would go hunt like we do you wouldn't focus on that one group entirely so that's why you probably have an easier time because it's only you guys so if i format like let's say 1600 there's only you maybe xix maybe um that's it probably already like who else would i hunt that has like rockets on out right i'm chinese the chinese don't have like 1500 they pack their shit up and that's fine they only have subcap mining and subcap reading and stuff like this trust me i checked <laughs> <laughs> but uh i think that might be an advantage actually because that time zone is not so busy so it's not worth it for me to announce a fleet and form big and then go out to then have like a one maybe one chance that's you guys or two maybe you and xix so that might be one of the reasons why um you know why that time zone works out for mining and stuff like this the main problem of this time zone yes this is time zone very strong when you defend own stuff but all fighting in euro time zone or you or us time zone and you need to wake up you need to play in really bad time for you so yes it is good and it is bad with this time zone to live in this time zone so it's going to be interesting for you guys if you want to deploy right who are you going to hit I think you know who I can find in this time zone. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, where, like you can't, like, there's only a certain amount of people you can hit where you can actually get timers that you guys can follow up on. Yes, I can't deploy into to attack aliens with Euro time zone or US time zone because it is really bad for me because we need some targets in own. So now I'm thinking... Who could it be? I, I mean, did you guys like, so are you guys talking about like, where could you like, are you guys just throwing ideas around where you could deploy or is the, is the target already there? You know where you want to deploy it. You don't, you just don't know the details of when and how exactly you want to do it. Yes. I know the place where we will deploy, but I don't know when, and I don't want to say when. But I know where. I know you don't want to say anything. <laughs> I'm just, you know, taking guesses. I, I mean, there's only a certain amount of um, of targets that will make sense, I guess. Yeah, dank leaks. But yeah. Uh, now some guy spoke me and asked where you will deploy and where you will deploy. <laughs> and now you're stuck in commas again. And what doctrines would be one of the decisions is what doctrines would you take, right? So let me guess, there's going to be Munins in there. And there's maybe going to be Ferroxes for a cheaper version. Honestly, I hate fucking Munins. I died for fucking Munins. I lead six months every day fucking I didn't want to take them. I delayed them from Alien's Doctrine, from Alien's Doctrines. So we oh. just delayed because I'm really tired from them. All right, so what Doctrines yes. are you going to take then? Yes, they are nice, they are effective, but I hate them. I think about Sacrilege uh, and maybe some uh, Triglavian stuff, like Chimeras and Bomber. 
and sacrilege, 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 MVD sacrilege. Because of Asha? Asha because took sacrileges and we did quite well with them. Yes, they are nice and sacrilege and Cerberus. Uh, sacrilege is mid-range armor doctrine and uh, Cerberus is long. Because without time dilation, they are really nice. Alright, sacrileges. Yeah, so we do, we do try, like we're trying at the moment to fly zealots a little bit. They seem to be doing quite well, actually. I haven't taken them out myself, actually, did I? Uh, honestly, we started to use zealots one week ago. They are really nice in current meta, I think. What do you mean with trying? <laughs> we start, we, what, what? No, Shines just said, what do you mean, trying? Because I said, ah. we're trying to take out zealots. Well, we are taking we out zealots. Start, we start to use them uh, one week, one week ago. And how did it perform? Uh, we hasn't got get any fights now on zealots. Enemy blue balls. Well, that's the story, right? That's the Eve. Haha, uh -huh, made you form. That's like yes, that's at the moment. Has... That's a that's a big thing for like at the moment in that in like fade pure blind conflict, right? Because we have to travel all the way up for them, then they can adjust. They can you know make all the decisions like if they want to engage or not. And then sometimes it's just like haha, made you form, right? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and this is really shit. Yeah, it's like long term. I always say like. You, you almost can't win a conflict like that, right? If you want, like, if we wanted to, for example, be hordes that are staged in pure blind, we would have to stage in pure blind. Like, there's no way we can, even if they, uh, you know, have only half the numbers, like, they, they would create so, so much work for us that, like, long term, we wouldn't be able to, you know, keep doing it. And then in theory, like, oh, yeah, you have jump bridges, and then there's only so and so many mids, it's a lot of lot of moving around like daily. It's gonna burn not only FCs out but only uh, also, you know, pilots. Yes, so. that's why if you're aggressive, you can choose when fight and where fight, and it is really good when you're aggressive. Yeah, and you know what? Um, we're happy that there's some fighting going on, right? I think um, it's always good that we have that option. Like, okay, our guys need a fight, and we can also take a bloody fight, you know. But uh, yeah, if it was a strategic value, I think we would have to stage up there. Um, but you know, it isn't. So yep, I saw Horde reinforce seven RM. I hope you win it on. Uh, say it again. What? Pandemic Horde reinforce your I hope in seven RM on your Kipster. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. and it was a fine. That was is that the time of the day? It's time of the day. Sorry, sorry. sorry. I think timer was yesterday. Yes. So for this timer, I think it's really important timer for you. Yeah, there's a keep sign seven RM. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, what I always say is like, or what I said, like actually when they first deployed there, like I have to be open, like I have to be honest here, right? Like I said right away, like we shouldn't do anything about it unless they invest some real commitment. For example, refing a keep sign seven RM. That would have been like one way and then we can go in and crush them with like full numbers. That's what I wanted to do. Um, but um, 
now if they want to put in that work and Rafa keeps them I, i'm totally fine with that <laughs> then we can talk you know so um you know go ahead and ref the keeps them um should be interesting i would guess right because refing yes, the keeps you know how it is, right? Refing a keepster without supers and titans can be quite a struggle. Yes, I remember how NC try refing the keepster and it, they they can't do it because you doomsday, 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 doomsday them from keepster and to finish this. And yeah, the doomsday. I mean, let's be honest, the doomsday should not hit subkeeps, right? Yep. Yeah, it's, I don't know what anyone was thinking there, but it's my, I mean, it's hard enough to pause a Keepstar uh, with subs alone, right? So you can do like the carry approach. You can send uh, carriers in and like send fighters in. Those are defanged fairly fast. Right? It doesn't take too long to defang those. Um, but like, if you want to do it with subs alone, there's a ton of sub. You need at least a full one full fleet to just like hit it and pause it and then kill it in a in an acceptable time, right? Yes, and I think the keepster is really unbalanced because keepster really can't hit capitals or super capitals, and he really fucks with doomsday. You mean it can't it can't kill? Yes, capitals? it can't kill supers or or can't kill some right. capitals. Well, I think now it can. I mean, unless you have like a shit ton of faxes that it wrap out of um, triage, right? Yep. Maybe after resistance nerf, it can. I don't try it after resistance nerf. But when the war was on the nose, I try kill from the keepster some supers or some titans, and it is really, really. Yeah, I mean, I could go on about citadels and 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 keeps. I mean, that's just one issue, you know, about citadels, I believe. But didn't CCP just say uh, like recently they're looking into a citadels a little bit more? And I think there's some. Um, Asset safety changes come in and stuff like this, right? Um, yes, they try to balance uh, citadels and change everything. And I think soon citadels will be changes, yes. And like, do you think, like, do you agree when I say like citadels are maybe the one, the, the number one issue in the game? The number yes, one, yes, the number yes. One. Yes, it's, it's really an issue, in my opinion. Without Citadels, the game was more interesting, I think. But what would you change about Citadels if you had, like, if you have the, the magic power, your CCP Hansel, what would, oh, you do? what would you do? I delete all Astra House, I delete all small Citadels, and maybe only Fortisers and Keepsters. But Fortisers must cost more than fucking 10 billions when my dog can go and buy it. It's really cheap structure that, I think that's probably a little bit controversial like I'm not sure if I agree deleting all Astros and Raitaru's and Athanor's like because they're too cheap that might be a little bit too much right maybe so maybe make Astros or smaller citadels more killable I think that's yes more killable and no teaser for titans or capitals for super okay only subs 
that you can't breach from fucking right arrow in enemies. Yeah. Um, you know what? Thinking about it, you might be right, but I haven't thought about the whole bridging situation. I think that that hasn't been a a big issue, to be quite honest. I would love people to bridge more from right arrows <laughs> for obvious reasons, because I think that's very bumpable, right? So, I think if the tether range was a little bit smaller, even you can just leave it and you would have the same effect. Nobody would be bridging from Rytaros or Astrohoses anyway because it's so easy to bump. Just one Macario could just bump your Titan out of Tether. That's it, a dead Titan. So, um, you know, maybe that's that's more the way to go. A more organic approach to it, I guess. Yes, it, 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 it can be interesting, I think. If they do it, but they never do it, I think. Uh, but what about like so con conflict drivers is also like a big point like do you think like citadels they don't do they fill the role as conflict drivers or like do you think there should be more um more reason what to fight over citadels i think yes it's need to be more reason because now one because now it's really it is really no some conflict drivers in no one won't fight for nothing because there's no reason to fight my opinion but so you said the price take of forts but what else like what else would like make people fight more for uh, citadels uh yes i think if citadels will be uh one second Some of the how about removing tether altogether? Yes, 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 yes. The citadels need be need to be changed. I think, I think, because it is too powerful, and it will be more fights for citadels if they will be less powerful. But because now, when you fight in citadel grid, you are really have got big bonus to do it. You can use some carriers, you can use some super titans. But usually, I would argue, like, that's not usually what happens, though, right? Most Fortizer timers don't see, like, a group of carriers on the Fortizer and stuff like that. It's, like, it's fairly rare. Yes, it is the problem that aliens not use capitals, but uh, you must be agree that uh, it is really simple to use caps on fortizers or use supers on fortizers. And Tau just says something, you know, that's that's another thing that like hopefully the, with the, the upcoming CSM, they should like be aware at least. Uh, oh, there's always yeah. another thing, right? There's always also low sec, right? So... It, Nullsec is different. We discuss now. I think nullsec. Yeah, not I know. I know. That's that's what. But you know, if you would remove or change citadels, I would change it for both uh, yep. spaces. So like, we always have to be aware of that, obviously. But yeah, we're we're talking in a from a nullsec perspective. But yep. yeah, I'm I'm always trying to you know think about both. But I'm not a low sec player, so. Uh, yes, my, honestly, my I hate low sex because I hate the uh, system names. 
Why would you hate the system names? Because for me, it is very difficult to read the system name. So you said uh, fleet warp to some system, system, and with difficult name. But like a, a G dash O Q eight six would that yes, be easier? Yes, it is more simple for me than fleet warp to Anka, fleet warp to Sasala, or something like this. <laughs> Why? That doesn't make any sense. If Liliria. Yes, Diana said system V Lili Lili. Yes, this is the system. That's a good example. Yeah. There yeah. are. There are named systems in some regions. I don't want to say it, but there are some named systems in NPC uh, in Nullsec region. If be honest, my favorite uh, system in Nullsec is CCP. It is my favorite name of the system. Where is that again? Is that is that not in branch now? Where is it again? It is C the claim. CCP. Yeah. CCP. Yeah. There's a couple of good ones. I can't think of any of them, but yeah, oh shit, that's probably my favorite. Oh shit, in uh, curse. Yeah, oh shit, yes. Oh shit, oh shit, yes. Yeah, everyone calls it oh shit. There's a couple of good ones. Yeah, you can't. You like. I wonder sometimes. There must be there must be a couple null sex systems where people like CCP interfered. You know, where like the random generator came up with a system. And then I had to change it because it's like offensive or whatever. Like there came some, there's some real bullshit coming out of it. Or maybe they changed it on purpose, like CCP us, you know? I <laughs> think they change it manually. Yeah. My in, opinion. In, in but, a couple of cases. But who knows? I'm pretty sure in, in a couple of cases that did. Um, so. You guys went fountain. We did. Uh, we we already talked about that when you um, decided to go north. But then also you were on FC and already like, is there any um, is there any FC maybe that like taught you a lot or did you just like learn learning by doing or like how did you start FC and and uh, or was there like an FC that taught you a lot of of it? I start FC from small fleets. I FC small fleets, uh, some battle crazers in Nullsec. And then I try to lead more and more and more. My aliens growing and I lead more and more fleets. And then in one day I decide maybe we can do multi-language fleet with uh, darkness, with Chinese. And we do it and it work really nice. A multi-language fleet, yeah. Yeah, when you speak in Russian, then you speak in English, then someone translate to Chinese. It's really funny. <laughs> That's crazy. I remember one of our guys did a Swedish Rome once. And Swedish and German is fairly close, I would say, like grammatically and stuff. It's very easy to uh, to learn. It feels like at least. I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm wrong with that. Maybe uh, Miranda, if she's here, she, she knows a lot about languages. But um, it seems like the same family, I guess. Um, but like there was a, um, a Swedish room and we just like, I just joined it and Google translated. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, and I got by surprisingly, it's not that hard. I mean, even when I did German roams for the Alliance, people joined that had, that had never German in, in school or anything. But a lot of the, 
um, the, the, a lot of the terms are just the same because you use the English terms anyway, right? Jump, warp, and all that stuff. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the system names are the same, obviously, right? So it's actually not that hard to um, follow a fleet on a different language, right? Yes, uh, but uh, you have some phrases like uh, a lion in Russian, it means uh, rasgon and something like that you translate and tell this phrase several times. Honestly, in the end of the war, some uh, Darkness FC start speak Russians. George from Emma Corp, he is in it mercenaries now. He knows some Russian words too. You can ask him and he will teach you. Yeah, I know George. Yeah. He was also one of the guys that I noticed defending rockets in Decline when we were going. Yes, 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 yes. He formed fleets to save rockets. <laughs> and you guys got crafty with it too. I have to give you guys credit because a lot of time when we were out hunting in Stukas, for example, uh, a lot of people just gave up and just said, oh, it's OP, and they didn't even try. But you guys then actually brought some, like, horns and boost around and stuff like this. Or, um, what else? I mean, the ramjacks were fucking nasty when you caught us. So, um, you guys were always looking to actually counter what we were bringing and not just, you know, gave yes, into because, it. Yes, because I think it's just always funny for both sides to have fights. It's not funny for you to come and kill one Rorqual, and it is not funny for us just not forming and see how you kill it. So you need to form and just fight. It is only pixels, I think. And the main thing is fun for both sides of pilots. Yeah, you know what? I think the defenders always have that advantage. <clears throat> you don't have to form. You don't have to think about how to get there. You don't have to... Uh, I mean, you have to form. You don't have to, like, prepare or anything. You have to have your shit in order, right? Obviously, but you don't have to like wait ages, or you have you don't have the the problem of blue bond. You don't have to travel there and all that stuff, you know. So there's a lot of stuff from a normal fleet yes. that falls away. You just have to form and get in system, and boom, you've got that fight already there, right? Yes, but you know, many aliens, many FC just prefer blue ball or not. Okay, they kill one Rorqual, they go out, and we can continue mine and writing. And I think it is really bad stuff for this game. Yeah, or, like, if when you still had that option, people would just drop, like, a, a bunch of Titans and Supers, right? I think right now, it's not as much of an option, because they have less EHP and stuff like this. So, yes. uh, it's way now more risky you now. Yes, now if they if you drop them, you can lose these titans also. Yeah, would you agree that that change? What do you think about it? I think it is really good changes because, as I see on your one of your stream, you kill uh, one avatar. I don't remember the aliens, maybe horde, maybe, mm -hmm. but without these resistance changes, you can't kill it. And now you can kill this stuff. And my opinion, the fight uh, now is more interesting because ships has got less EHP. Yeah, you know what? For supers and titans, the resist change is one thing, but then also, uh, I mean, obviously the hit points from plates, right? You get less hit points from plates and yes, shield extenders. That's a big change there. So combat fit titans and supers are actually killable, right? which is 
great. Yes, so, so. yes. So in general, you would like what, what other recent changes do we have? Like, let me see. Uh, what about mineral changes or um, like the haw guns on Titans or boson changes? Like um, about yeah. mineral changes, I think it is really good stuff, but. Uh, nowadays, the big empire like goons, like horde, like test, has got really much minerals now. And the small alliance on on new aliens like mine, it hasn't got uh, big mineral resources. So it fuck us more than fuck uh, another big alliance. So you mean? They have those massive stockpiles, and that doesn't yes, hurt them yes. as much. They ha- yes, so. Yes. What I always wonder is then, so they're talking about settled changes, and I think one aspect that's really bad for the game, uh, the way they implemented it, was asset safety, right? And it also plays a role there with your stockpiles. Like, if asset safety wasn't a thing, right, let's just say, I don't think people would stockpile all that much uh, stuff in the first place. And uh, it would give other lines is a chance to catch up by killing that stuff. You know what I mean? You can yes. you can take it away if there's not a hundred percent asset safety there. Right? You could kill yes. the place where all these stockpiles are, and then you can I leave. Think, uh, I think my opinion: the half of stuff must drop it, like in wormhole. Not full stuff, but half. I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, half there's a stuff go to a safety and half stuff drop into space. I totally agree, um, but there are some fi- like there's some cases where I believe like you have to think about right. Let's not forget they implemented it full with full asset safety, so you can't just turn the switch now, and then players that might be returning later, um, you know, they just find out oh half my shit is gone, you know. Yes, um, but uh, Yeva is not, but if is not friendly game, it's game about pay. So if you lose your assets, it's your problem. It's not problem of the game, my opinion. Yeah, you know what? And I mean? when and when your assets is full safety, you honestly hasn't big reason to death for your structure, uh, fight for your structure. Oh, okay, the structure died. I take my assets later from asset safety. Um, you know what, with a 50% drop rate, I think everyone who would return, or everyone who is playing, I mean, I personally, I think I could, I could live with losing half my shit. Like, if you lose half your stuff, it's a difference. Like, we're not talking about everything should be dropping and, like, everything is gone. Like, that possibility yes, shouldn't half, be only there. half. Not full drop. At the same time, though, it is, um... It is um, it is a hard hit, right? Fifty percent, and then also like, so one argument is always or one point that's always coming up in this discussion is, what about those returning players, right? Someone who cannot be around for like a certain amount of time. We've got a lot of military people, for example, uh, in the alliance, and they might just be deployed for like six months, nine months, whatever, how long, depending on like what country you're in, I guess. Um, so and then these guys come back and then they found out like they they didn't have the chance, you know what I mean? So 
I always think like there must be a middle ground there somewhere that you can maybe pick a certain station where you say this is my um this is my what is it called um it's my home base yeah home base headquarters right and then your assets would be safe in some way right i'm not sure how exactly you would implement it because there is probably a lot of ways you could exploit it and if players are crafty so you have to do it right but i believe you go to 100 characters and 100 homes yeah exactly so that's one of the ways you would see that as they're getting exploited but at the same time you wouldn't you could do it like okay you can't have that with a character you can only have it like a home station for an alliance and then you would have to create a, a thousand fucking alliances which would already be hard and then also you can only have one headquarter yes system, it is good uh, it is a good idea in chat if you inactive for two weeks your asset safety is full or something inactive for like months or two months if you're yeah. not logging yeah. into game yeah. for one yeah. month for two months yeah you might be yeah that might be one of the way one of the ways i mean so my my just my, my whole point is i don't have like all the answers right now but i believe if you put some smart heads in a room and you say this is your goal right make it a fair way i believe there is a way right I believe you can find certain mechanics to get around the problems that we talked about. Like you can't just drop everything, obviously, right? We're talking 50% here. And you should not hit um, the guys that um, might just be returning old players or whatever, right? So you, like, you shouldn't punish yes. people for you know being yes, away from but, the game. But in past, but in past, all your assets blocked on station because station changes their and you can never take your assets and everyone play in this game and no one care about it you can back to game in six nine months and your station just belong to your enemies and you can undock but you can't dock and your assets now close for years for months for every for all time no one growing yeah that's how it used to be or what do you mean I mean, uh, until Citadels and until a safe safety, you have all your assets on station yeah, in yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. And station belongs to your aliens. If you go AFK for six, nine uh, months and back, and then station belongs to your enemies, your assets is closed. You lose all your assets. Yeah, technically, you couldn't. You, I mean, you didn't lose them, you didn't have access to them. Yes, right? technically, yes, but you hasn't got assets. You can't take them. You can't use them. Yeah, but there was ways around that too. Right? Let's not uh, forget that there was ways to weasel your assets out you know, with contacts in the other lines, with a spy, yes, uh, yeah. all that stuff. So what I like about the 50% drop rate is there's an incentive then for players to go kill shit. And then the guys on, f like it's not only the FC that understands exactly the impact of a certain Citadel kill, but the fl the fleet gets to you know see some stuff drop and loot some stuff and it's just that feels more like um, you got something done you know what I mean like and you can see okay yes, they actually it will did be stuff it would be a different thing definitely yeah and uh, what was the other point here 
asset safety shouldn't exist. Yeah, I think I agree. But I mean, now we have it. You have to make it work somehow. And then I, uh, uh, people would move peop uh, stuff to NPC nullsec. I agree that would probably happen, but there's an advantage to not having NPC nullsec in your um, in your area, right? So it's way safer if you don't have NPC nullsec close to you. So now you have to think about okay now you want NPC nullsec close to you right so there's a there's a there's a nice dynamic there i feel like right so it's a risk and reward again right or not reward but risk and uh, use i guess for NPC stations close by so um i think i would like it anyway but yeah um what else about citadels? What do you? What else do you think? Like is important about citadels um, that people need to like talk about, or like CCP needs to think about? Anything else? I mean, the defenses you were talking about. Yes, I think Kipstar must be more powerful against capitals and super capitals, and less powerful against against subs. Yes. But what about the damage cap? That's like always the biggest hurdle when it comes to Honestly, I hate fucking damage cap. Because when you reinforce fucking Astro House during half an hour, it is really shit man. It's small structure that cost uh, for hundred million and you shoot it uh, half an hour and just reinforce it into first reinforce. Yeah, you know, it's what? really long time to to reinforce small citadel. Very, very. I do one hundred percent see that point. I do not know. I'm not sure if I agree one hundred percent though, because I do like the damage cap for certain situations, right? For example, if someone hits our structure, I do know, I do have twenty plus minutes. I know I've got twenty plus minutes. I can make it. So if yeah. I wouldn't know, I probably would like a lot of times would just say like, oh, we can't reach it in time anyway. Or GG, yes. like you can't even form. Uh, damage cap is good on Keepster. Damage cap is good maybe on Fortisars. But uh, damage cap on small citadels, it's very, very bad deal. Oh, you might be right there, actually. Yes, think... because you reinforce Astrahaus, Fortisar and Keepstar in the same time. If have enough DPS. Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. Yes. One of the dynamics with posses was always um like a large pos had so much hit points to go in with like dreads and do it in one cycle, which is five minutes. You needed a ton of dreads, which is a lot of risk. And we caught a couple of dread bombs or like you don't want to call it dread bombs, I guess. Dread groups reinforcing a structure. We caught a, f a few of these that tried to do that to us, right? If you are on point, you know where to look for them and you see them undock, you can get there. Within five minutes, you can form and get there. So like a group that can form that quick, a sized, a, a well-sizable fleet um, to deal with it. I mean, they they can get a couple of dread kills there for sure, right? So I think that's a good dynamic. It's a good middle ground, I think, for small citadels. If that if that would be coming back. Yeah, I agree with this. Really agree. 
all those Titan kills in Great Whitelands. Yeah, I remember <laughs> we had bosses in Great Whitelands and there was like a certain group of people uh, trying to grind us down slowly with supers and Titans. But yeah, there's no point for like, now you do it with like three LSH. Yeah, NSH. Please speak. Ah, embarrassed when I say it. Sorry, say it again. Yes, yes. I, I understand. I just ask about what Titans you discuss. Yeah, and then uh, you can do that with a, a small group of Lishaks now, right? You, you do that with two Lishaks or three Lishaks, I don't know. And you can already, you know, grind that stuff down, but you have to do it 25 minutes. Yes, you do it 25 minutes. Yeah. And I yeah. think it's just super long for small cities. You know what? I think that would be the, the first, like a, a good first step from CCP if they would just remove damage cap from small citadels. Or like, I think they call them medium citadels, right? It's medium, large, and extra yes, large. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, yeah. So they call it yes, They, they mm, can't not remove them, but they can make the damage cap bigger. That you reinforce small citadel uh, like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Not insta reinforce, but 10 minutes, I think. It's, it's enough, I think, for small. Yeah, yeah, you might be right. Medium, be right. medium, sorry. Medium, not small. And about small, uh, you try to reinforce Sina Jamin. You try In, to reinforce what? Uh, you try to reinforce Sina uh, Jamin now, this structure. Yeah. It's really, really shit to reinforce. You spend much time to reinforce it. And it's a lot of times, so it's in Keepster range, right? Yeah, it is in Keepster range. Uh, you spend much time to reinforce it and. It's really powerful structure. And you can still have three of them in one system. Yes. In the past, you can just log in dreads and kill it in one cycle. And now you spend half an hour to reinforce this to offline it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, it shouldn't be in keeps range either. It should be a structure on its own, just in space. Yes, and, but if it's... Yeah. You still spend much time, and in time dilation, it's really, really shit. Yep. Yep. Damage cap, S safety. Uh, I still believe the citadel defenses how they are. Like they should be active unless the citadel is getting attacked. But um, it's just for the small scale kind of stuff. You can warp to it. You don't get PDS and DD and shit like this. Right? That's the idea. And pinned down. Right? So the Citadel only helps you in fights about the Citadel, where it's reft. Instead of, you know, being that all-round, like, super safe thing. So you could warp to a Keepstar and just start bumping people. Be fun. Yes. You would die yes, most of the maybe. time. <laughs> but yeah. Maybe you can activate guns only when Citadel attack. It will be not bad. Yeah, well, so there's, like... Obviously, whenever I talk about that, people say like, oh, then people would start hitting their own citadel. Yeah, we're talking about like if 10% of shield is missing and stuff like this, right? So you would have so like ways to activate. get around that. But yeah. Uh, what other recent changes did we have? Uh, no more support fighters and supers. Quite nice, I believe. Yes, I think this will be really nice, but now Supers has four fighter bombers and they kill dreads very fast, super fast. Yep. With extra yep. But, I mean, 
I haven't seen it uh, as much yet, but uh, probably not that bad, right? And then we have new implants. Did you get? Did you get uh, your guys into shield supers yet? Yeah? Because you're in legacy. Yes, yes, yes. So my, my my first was shield in attack uh, at the north, and now we are. So all uh, our shield titans by Nirvana set. My two titans still without Nirvana. So you told your guys all to get Nirvana sets, yeah? Yes, yes, yes. All of our titans has high grade Nirvana sets. Nice, nice, yeah. But I still not buy it for myself. Because you're poor. No, because I'm lazy. <laughs> well, you don't use titans all that much at the moment, anyway, right? Uh, as I know, no one uses Titans now. Uh, yeah, everyone's a bit not, scared. Yes, you not use these Titans in pure blind war. Uh, no one uses Titans now. No one drops them to home defense now. Yeah, I believe if there's a dread bomb of 100 dreads, you can have probably 100 Titans, and you would still lose one or two Titans before you kill all the dreads. Yes, yes. So... The dread bomb will always trade well. If there's two titans on field and you have 100 dreads, you can feel them and you will trade well. No matter what, really, right? Yes, I agree with you. And now shield titans are more powerful than armor because shield titans has got more EHP e than... Mm, yeah. That is also true. I mean, it's not a whole lot of EHP more, but yeah. It is... Um, you know what? Have you seen the trailer? And what do you think about that one ship? Yeah, have you seen the Which, trailer? Yes, There's, I see the trailer. They have that one weird ship there with the lasers, you know, <laughs> with the bouncy, like the DD thing. I saw we discussed uh, this ship in our charts, uh, and I hope, I hope it will be some ship to kill fucking anchor. To kill fucking what? Anchor? Anchor fleets. Fleets who anchor. Who use anchor. You know what? That is exactly what I thought too. Like every fleet that that just counts on just being anchor, they will have a disadvantage there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you use the ship, you shoot in anchor and all your fleet die. Or when, has big DPS. Maybe not all of it, right? But yeah, I'm I can I'm kind of looking forward to that one. I, I'm curious what that's gonna be, but it's gonna be expensive first of all, right? So we'll see. Cool. Maybe okay. CCP not uh, not add this ship to game. Oh, you think they don't add it? Maybe they want to add fucking faction Angel Titan many many years, and they still don't. And how much years they? They want to add uh, Shield Slave. Five years or six years? I didn't remember. Uh, well, but they did it. The thing is, they never had a ship displayed in a trailer, and then not do it. They didn't put it on a trailer and said, "We we will do this," and then go back from it. It's not like the heavy fighter bombers. Or the heavy, not the heavy fighter bombers, the heavy fi uh, bombers, right? 
because they like I could tell right away when they mentioned it it was more like a like yeah we're thinking about this like I know you guys get excited for this <laughs> so yeah I have some food you know and everyone was like oh yeah heavy bombers and I was like hmm I was skeptical right away and I don't think it's ever gonna happen to be quite honest yes so I think that ship is gonna come 100% yes we'll see how it will look um, and was there anything else in that trailer? If I don't remember, there was only lore stuff in there, I think, right? Or have we? Was there anything we should be talking about there? Um, what else do I have on my list here? Let's see. Uh, so. Actually, we are approaching one and a half hours, which is actually what I'm now going to be aiming for always. Like, I think it's a, it's a sweet spot. Um, maybe the last question. If, if anyone in chat has a good question, put it in chat. Um, but the last maybe two questions. Uh, how would you rate on rating to 10 the general dire direction the game is going at the moment? Right, the last couple of months. What, what would you give it like a rating? between 1 and 10. Icing game is more interesting now. They try to change something, they try to change meta, they try to change ships, but they need to do it more aggressive, I think. Because they, they try to change fucking Munion from uh, December, as I remember, and Munion still actual. Munion still good ship. But they, they, need, they need nerf ships more. They did some aggressive moves like Blackout. Remember? Oh, honestly, Blackout was really interesting sport, but I really not like how they realized they can do some delay in local or something like this, but not um, offline local. Tiana's asking, does Hanzo play Overwatch? No, no. You get asked, you get a question a lot. <laughs> Because Hanzo is a character in Overwatch. Yeah, you could have played with us. Actually, I haven't played in ages. Maybe I should play Overwatch again. But I always get a little bit angry when it comes to Overwatch. I don't like myself <laughs> when I'm playing Overwatch. I'm good. I get too angry. But yeah. They got Hanzo's name from Hanzo Viper. That is true. That's probably what they did. No, 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 no. I create this character until Overwatch release as Adam. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, he's saying, like, they stole your name, not the other way around. Yes. Fucking Blizzard. Uh, so what, what's your rating? When you say, like, the general direction, the, the last couple patches, what do you say? Rating between 1 and t uh, 10? What do you mean? Like, so... Like, if you have to give it a rating the, of the general direction, CCP is going with the game right now. Like, in I general. Think, I think in general it is the right direction, if you ask about this. Yeah, but if you have to put a number on it, because I'm like, that's what I'm asking every guest at the moment, to just give a, give a, like, a, get an idea. Um, idea to CCP? Well, I'm pretty sure I know CCP is also watching these, right? So they might be interested too. Um, but yeah, just to, you know, it's a little bit more accurate data, you know, 
So if you have to put a number on it between one or ten, what's what number would you put on it? Uh, six, I think. A six. Five. That's like average, I would say. All right. I think they need to do more aggressive things in games change. Uh, yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. Like, when it comes to asset safety and so on, right? Like we talked about. They are too slow. They change game too slow. Yeah, I mean, yes, they change it too slow um, too, but like, I mean, they only have so much death power, right? They only have to, so many guys working on it. And like, for example, a CCP Rise, those are rare. Like, it's not like every death there can do everything, right? Like when it comes to balance and so on, there's only so many devs that can actually do it um, with, with real competence when it comes to gameplay, right? Not 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 all of those devs know exactly when uh, like what to do with like munin speed, munin uh, optimal range, all that kind of stuff, right? There's there's only so many devs that can decide that. So I think that's pretty normal. But yeah, they need to. They need to yes, I agree with this. Yeah change like make more impactful changes yeah um so we talked about that stuff is there maybe any anything that you like that we didn't talk about what you would want to like put out there maybe for ccp to hear even uh, oh. that need to be that need to be addressed or like that we talk about the the number one issues already I hope only in one thing that CCP will continue change the game and will do it faster. Because everyone wants that games change. Everyone more more action, more some more uh, action, some more targets to shoot, targets to doing, some more stimul to play. All right, and then a question from uh, chat: Does Han Does Hanzo is having same fun? <laughs> All right, are you having the same amount of fun on coalition comms that you had in GTG? You're probably not on coalition comms at all, right? Uh we hasn't got really coalition comms now. Because I try to form own fleets, fleets from own aliens. And I not lead uh, common fleets from all coalition now. I try to lead only my aliens fleet. So no, I hasn't got fun from coalition. Oh, and, uh, and a question I overlooked daddy deep. So with the trick dread, should there be a trick uh, force recon? I guess so. I mean... Maybe not really. Maybe. A like, I don't know what it would do, right? But yeah, technically, there could be yes, trick I everything. I think they're working on that. Yes, as I know, but Jaglive uh, and Dread is not really good. No, it sucks. Yes, it sucks. I has got one BPC and I still can't sell it. <laughs> do you want to buy... buy no, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. I can sell you to you super cheap. <laughs> well, if it's cheaper than a ref, we can talk. But it has to be cheaper than a ref because it's worse than a ref. 
I can sell it right. I can sell it you right now for one isk. For one isk. Yes, yes, yes. Only now, only. For one isk, I take it. Okay. <laughs> no, you don't do it. I will do it. I like it. How, how much is a BPC? That's way too expensive. Someone's betting two isk. Two isk, no. Only one isk to open the <laughs> How much is it to bid? I'm going to bid that thing and then we're going to whelp it on stream. How about that? Yes, it will be interesting. I had my first raw call uh, lost the other day. Was it two days ago or so? I took a raw call out solo. And uh, I'm rusty as fuck. Like when it comes to solo stuff, that's a whole different thing. Right? There's so, so much of a difference between FCing and solo. Uh, I used to do a, a lot of solo battleships and all that stuff, which is very, very similar to a, like a, a raw call, I would say. But um, I, I went in there like, oh, and then you realize like there's a whole lot of things and then you get muted and all that stuff. There's a, you know, it's a, well, it's a way contracts up. <laughs> I'm going to check right now. <laughs> you sure you don't want it? Yeah. Yes, yes, I'll yes build you, it. You, you can accept. All right. Let me take and a after stream, we discuss the real price. <laughs> All right. It was joke. Thanks a lot. If you, yes, if you will put on stream, it will be. I will, I will. I'm, I'm going to fit it up. But you know what? Actually, now that I took the thing, I, I have to skill into it first, right? I don't even have the skills. But at the moment, I'm not skilling for anything anyway. You need only Triglavian Battleship and that's all. It's no book for Triglavian Dread. Ch Chance is complaining. He was the one saving your Titans. Hey, I was there too. You know who lit the Sino? That was me. Right. Who had the Sino, shiny boy? It's all about that in Sino. You know it. <laughs> and I saved some GOTG Titans way before that. And we weren't even blue. There you go. But yeah, guys, if you have any other questions, put them in. Other than that, I would say, Hanzo, thanks a lot for coming on. Uh, it was nice chatting to you. It has been a long time since we talked, right? And uh, I hope you uh, you get your guys well recovered. And it seems like you guys have recovered. So if you're already looking at deploying, please don't deploy to Fountain. And uh, I wish you I wish you good fortune in the wars to come. Yes, thank you for inviting me for this conversation. I really had some fun. It was my first English-speaking interview. So yes, thank you much. Alrighty. Then, guys, if you uh, want to get notified about stuff, the schedule and all that stuff, join the Discord. Uh, other than that, I would say thanks for watching and see you guys on the next one. Oh, yeah. And thanks for the subs, guys. I think I skipped, uh, I not skipped, I missed one. Moon 2K3. Thanks a lot. And uh, see you guys on the next one.
And it's going to be 2400, uh, 2100 again, right? 